Today is Wednesday of the fourth week of Easter. Our readings today are taken from the first reading, Acts chapter 12, verses 24 to chapter 13, verse 5. The gospel reading is from John chapter 12, verses 44 to 50. My brothers and sisters, today's readings continues on Jesus convincing his disciples about the motive of God and him as the messenger of God. The motive of God is love. And also the fact that Jesus is our life, is the light of the world, is the way, the truth, the truth of salvation and life. Therefore, anyone who hears the word of God and follows through will receive the benefit of God. And are persecuting the church. For believers, it will only help to spread the gospel. In the gospel reading of today, Jesus teaches his disciples and teaches us. Whoever believes in me, believes not only in me, but also in the one who sent me. When someone delivers a message, it is out of the goodness of his heart that he delivers a message that will benefit the hearers. That is why Jesus says, the one who hears me and does not believe and therefore does not act on it will only be judged by what he did not listen to. He said, I did not come to condemn the world. I'm only a messenger. I'm only the announcer of the will of God for us, which is love. So it's only if you do not believe in God that you will not listen to the word of God. And if you refuse to listen from the word of God, you will have no understanding and you will not know the way to go, the way to live your life for your benefits. In my culture, we define obedience as one who listens, who hears. And a, a child that refuses to hear is left alone because he has chosen perdition, self-destruction, should be left alone to perish. He's not perishing because nobody talked to him, but because he refused to listen. So we here get the importance of obedience to listen to the one who holds the key of love. If I tell you I love you, it means that I'm ready to commit to you everything in my life. But if you reject my love, unless you do not need the life that I'm giving to you, 
if you reject my love, it's your rejection that will be your destruction. Because you have turned your heart to other things. And if salvation lies in the word of God, refusing to listen to the word of God is refusing salvation. This is a continuation in the teaching where the Jews asked him, tell us now if you are the Christ. Tell us plainly. And Jesus said, I have told you, but you will not believe. And Jesus is saying today, I cannot force you. But note that what I'm saying to you, I say it in union with the Father, whom I obeyed to deliver the word to you. I am the word of God, yes. But the Father sent me. The Father and I are one. So even when I speak to you, it's not only my word, but the word, I, I'm speaking to you as the word of God, commanding you to salvation. So refusing to listen and live and follow what you have heard is refusing to be saved. It's not me who will judge you. It is the word that I have said that you refuse will be your judgment. Whoever rejects me does not and does not accept my words has something to judge him, the word that I spoke. It will condemn him on the last day because I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me what to say and speak. And I know this commandment is eternal life. So what I say, I say as the Father told me. The word of God, Jesus, is the truth. It's only the truth that can save us and set us free. What is the use of life if we are enslaved to lies? If we chose to be flattered because... Our eyes are on the ways of the world. The church considers ministry very seriously. Hence, even in the first reading of today, continuing the work of evangelization, arising out of persecution because they believe in Christ, they know that if they die, they will gain the promise of God in Christ. Continuing that work, Paul and Barnabas reported back to the leadership in Jerusalem and after prayer and fasting, they laid hands on them and set them forth for the work God has chosen them for. As Jesus spoke, and has clarified for us the importance of his word for our salvation. So the church, the body of Christ, continues to ordain ministers of the word to preach the word, but after prayer and fasting. So the importance of prayer is emphasized in our Christian life. Prayer draws us to God to hear him. 
and to live according to what we have heard. Fasting empties us of ourselves, of worldly things, so that we can make room for God. For when we fast and experience pain, we can actually feel what death will be like. Then we are drawn, fasting draws us to our inner self to consider what we need to be saved. It gives us clarity. It enables us to hear clearly and to ensure that what we hear is the truth that will save us. It's not worldly things that we know we perish even in this world. If you fast, even you cannot be deceived by food and the wealth of this world, which is real. When you fast, you will understand what is essential for life. That man does not live by bread alone, but by the word that comes from the mouth of God. The word that tells us to love one another because we have been loved. And love is the essence of life. If we are loved by God and we believe it, then we will have it in us to love one another. For what God, the purpose God created us here is to love him and to, and to love one another. And this universally gives meaning to life. What are we living for if we do not have love? As Christians, this is our message to the world. And the message should be anchored on prayer and fasting. Let's pray for the church. That the church, through prayer and fasting, may have the clarity to hear the word of Jesus, our head, and also carry, spread the word, even at the cost of lose, losing our lives to death. For the one we believe in has conquered sin and death, so that we may have eternal life. For Jesus did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world. May we be obedient to Christ that we might be saved.